Looking to get out of your own way and make things happen? Do you love inspiration and tips that are based on the science of happiness and well-being? If so, default to yes is for you. New episodes are released every Monday with the occasional bonus episodes with expert guests, each one designed for inspiration to keep us moving in the right direction. Whether you're dealing with obstacles that have been around for a long time or are on a journey of new challenges, know that you are not alone. The Default to Yes podcast is nurse coach and aromatherapist Julie Reynolds on the journey with you, your extraordinary self. We deal in truth and experiment with solutions, training our fascinating brains to cooperate as we show up in the world the way we really want, make the difference we desire without sacrificing our overall well-being. Welcome to the Default to Yes podcast. Welcome to this week and this week's episode. Today we're going to talk all about staying focused when facing obstacles and disappointments. This is a very important topic because we all face setbacks and challenges in life, and it's essential to stay focused to overcome them, to be able to stay in the mindset to reach our goals and not get distracted by some thoughts in our head about how it's never going to happen, or this is taking too long, it's not going the way I thought it would, it's not going to happen for me, get the picture. As humans, it's natural to feel discouraged when things don't go as planned, but we need to keep moving forward. We need to stay focused on our goals and keep pushing ourselves to succeed. In this episode, we will explore what science says about staying focused. I have a quote to share with you that meant something to me, and I'm going to give you three tips on how to stay focused. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you share it. Make sure you subscribe. I love, love, love being on this journey with you. Okay, let's dive in. This topic actually came up for me as I plan to get to the end of this month and reach my goals. A couple things have not gone quite as I had planned. Some things are taking longer than I thought. And then there's also the workplace. I got into a conversation with one of my colleagues about why is our job so hard? We love what we do. We love the people we work with. And then yet there's just always some frustration involved, the drama, relationships, I know somebody comes to work and snaps at somebody else and it creates the drama and there's always something going on. And we were talking about how we need to just really stay focused on our purpose. I have a lot of conversations like that in the workplace when we're trying to regroup, when we, when somebody is just exploring, they just want to quit. Why shouldn't they quit? There are times when maybe you should quit, maybe not right away, but maybe you should start planning to find something that you love or love more. But in the meantime, we talk a lot about staying focused on our why and just really tapping into the purpose. And sometimes just coming back to that, why are you there in the first place? Why did you choose that job? What is it that you do love about that job? What do you show up for every day? We tap into our purpose, into our passion, into our intentions, and that's where we get our staying power. I feel like I'm at my most extraordinary self as a nurse, as a recovery room nurse, 
when I get to educate my patients postoperatively, I call it setting them up for success so that they have the best outcome when they go home so that they can succeed and live the life that they want to live. That way, I feel like I have contributed to their success as a patient and a person. That's what it looks like when I default to TS. Thank you, Shannon, for showing up to default to your extraordinary self, to connect with your purpose, and thank you for sharing it with us. Okay, what does science say about this topic? According to science, staying focused is just about willpower. It's also about how we manage our emotions. When we face obstacles and disappointments, we tend to experience negative emotions, or what, when I say negative emotions, just those things that just feel bad, like frustration, anger, sadness. These emotions can make it difficult for us to focus on our goals. However, research shows us that we can regulate our emotions and stay focused by practicing mindfulness. Mindfulness is the practice of being present in the moment and observing our thoughts and emotions without judgment. Now, I've put a link in the show notes to a session, a special session on mindfulness. And so you might want to visit that as well if you want to dive into this topic of mindfulness more. Studies have shown that mindfulness can reduce stress, increase focus, and improve overall well-being. By practicing mindfulness, we can become more aware of our emotions and manage them better, which helps us stay focused and face obstacles and disappointments. And how that works is really just to being able to tune into what the thoughts are in our head. To observe the thoughts and not judge them, to let them come and let them go, and notice them so that we also can change them. Because sometimes the thoughts in our head aren't based on truth. So here's a quote that I found particularly inspiring when it comes to staying focused. Henry Ford said, obstacles are those frightful things that you see when you take your eyes off your goal. And that's all what we're talking about today. This quote reminds us that obstacles and disappointments are a natural part of the journey towards success. It's easy to get distracted by them, but if we keep our eyes on our goal, we can overcome any obstacle and achieve our dreams. Now let's talk about some practical tips that can help us stay focused when we are facing when those obstacles do come up. Because sometimes when those obstacles pop up, they might come out of nowhere. And just the disappointment, a wave of frustration that can take us so far into our emotions that we forget to go back to what our thoughts are. Managing our emotions starts with understanding that our thoughts create emotions. Our thoughts are not facts. They're more like interpretation of events that come from a place of belief about our relationship with the world around us. And it can even lead us to assigning intentions to the behaviors of others that we don't really even know are true. For example, I had an incident with at work with my direct supervisor the action, the decision made and the way it was communicated made me feel devalued and well, honestly, disrespected. These are the emotions that lead me to want to quit. It's important for me to feel valued and respected. I want to know that I'm making a difference and autonomy, mastery and purpose are a big deal to me. 
When I unpacked the impact of this event with my coach, she led me to being able to see that I had made up a story. I had assigned some intentions to his actions, and those actions actually really did make sense for him. He was answering to his supervisor, and I could choose to make that mean that he didn't respect me or that I didn't have autonomy. I could make that mean a lot of things. Or I could just acknowledge that he was doing his job and I'm doing mine. Those are the facts. He was doing his job. I'm doing mine. We don't always have to agree, but that does not have to mean anything about me. So by learning to identify and manage our thoughts, we can regulate our emotions and improve our overall well-being. If decisions that I don't agree with can be made, without it being something personal to me or mean anything about me at all, it doesn't bring up that as much frustration and I can let it go. Now, I'm not saying be not be an advocate for best practice or an advocate for safety or whatever your situation is. And I'm not saying stay silent. I'm saying that if we disagree and we tap into our thoughts, we can control our emotions around that so it's not something that's going to throw us over the edge or make us want to quit. All right, by being present in the moment and observing our thoughts and emotions without judgment, we can become more aware of our emotional triggers and learn to manage them better. Managing our emotions is about taking control of our thoughts and choosing to focus on those that serve us positively. So if we get to choose our thoughts, may as well choose one that serves us well. All right, a couple tips. First of all, reframe your mindset. When facing any setbacks or obstacles, it's easy to fall into a negative mindset. Sometimes it's just a habit, but this can make it difficult to stay focused. Instead, try to reframe your mindset and focus on the opportunities that arise from this setback. I like to ask the question when I face an obstacle, what does this make possible? It's a really great question, and it does tend to lead to a mindset shift and take us towards solutions. For example, if you didn't get the job you wanted, instead of dwelling on the rejection, focus on what you learned from the experience and how you can improve for the next interview. All right, tip number two, set small goals. When facing a big obstacle, it's easy to feel overwhelmed and lose focus. When you set a goal that has a longer duration. It's more of a marathon than a sprint. It's better to focus and break your goals down into smaller, more manageable tasks or even timeframes. For example, if you're writing a book, instead of focusing on finishing the entire book, set a goal to write 500 words a day. By setting small goals, you can stay motivated and focused on the task at hand. If you're wanting to lose weight, instead of looking at your ideal weight, Break it into time frames or increments. Tip number three, remember to take breaks. It's easy to get caught up in the hustle and forget to take care of yourself. Nurses are the worst at this. If we don't have someone coming and telling us to take a break, and even sometimes then, we just think we're going to just power through. We're fine. It's better to, if I take a break, I'll get behind on my work. All of those things are things that we just need to lay them down. Taking breaks can help you recharge and stay focused to be more productive. 
you're working on a project in your office and or it involves technology, set a timer. There are some great apps that will help you stay on track. Set a timer for an hour and get up and walk around for a little bit, take a stretch break, and then sit back down and focus. A good goal would be to take a five or 10 minute break every hour. Now, sometimes in the workplace, we get a 15 minute break, right? Two 15 minute breaks is the ideal. So take those breaks when you can. Make them a priority. During your break, do something that relaxes you, like taking a walk or listening to music. This is not the time to check in at home, check in on your other responsibilities, although that is important too, if it's weighing on your mind. But ideally, you want to do something that's just, you maybe break it up. So do two minutes of something relaxing and then check your phone, check in at home. The point is, make it a break that relaxes you. Take a walk or listen to music. This is going to help you come back to your task with a renewed focus and energy. This can make all of the difference. There's another quote that says, yesterday's mistakes are today's lessons. Let them go and focus on creating a better tomorrow. So if you're facing an obstacle and you're thinking you can't get around it, you can. You might have to do some work and really see what the thought is so you can change that and unpack that, get yourself in a better mindset. But it's really important that if you're in the habit of holding on to that, learn to let it go. There's also a scripture verse that says, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow brings its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. That is so true, right? Learn from the past, focus on the present and hope for the future. Okay. I hope this week that you'll lean into this and get yourself a system. I know that I developed what I called a 10 minute tantrum. And it really is just a ritual that I go through whenever I feel those frustrations, learn to feel emotion, learn how your body responds to some of those stressors. And when those obstacles come up, where do you feel it in your body? Notice that take every thought captive. Remember that we can choose our thoughts, that our thoughts create our emotions, emotions, create our actions and our actions obviously give us the outcomes. So sometimes I think we can reverse engineer that. So determine which outcome that you want to start out during the day and then set yourself up a little system or a ritual on how you're going to tackle those resets when the frustrations rise that you can reset and focus. Remember staying focused when facing obstacles and disappointments is essential for achieving our goals. We can regulate our emotions and stay focused by practicing mindfulness, reframe our mindset, set small goals, and take those breaks. Remember along the way that obstacles are just opportunities. So stay focused, be clear on your why, on your purpose, stay motivated, and keep pushing forward as you default to yes, your extraordinary self. If you found this episode helpful, subscribe and share. I would love to hear from you what it looks like for you when you default to yes. Go to reimaginewellness.org forward slash yes and leave a comment there or leave it in the reviews and I'll share it on the show so that you can inspire others as well. Help me get the word out and let's create a great big community of nurses and entrepreneurs who get up every day and default to yes. Yes.